0: A three-hour movie about one Nazi might sound excessive, but in actuality, it isn't. Today I'm talking about Hotel Terminus, The Life and Times of Klaus Barbie. This is Scott's of Indulgent Movie Podcast. hello movie friends welcome to scott's f indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about an older documentary called hotel terminus i believe it won the academy award for best documentary in either 1990 or 1989 and it's a movie i'd put off for a bit for reasons i'll explain but i found it fascinating and horrifying at the same time so without further ado let's get started i'll admit there's some award-winning movies that i've put off watching Either the reputation is so high that it feels like my first viewing won't be able to match expectations, or the nature of the film doesn't appeal to me. Which is why Hotel Terminus, a three-hour documentary about an infamous Nazi, sat in my watch list for years. Documentaries about Nazi crimes are hard enough, and three hours is an endurance test to say the least. What I didn't expect, however, is the direction Hotel Terminus went detailing the life of an infamous ss officer klaus barbie the film follows barbie from his upbringing and time in the nazi party however this is only one step in his extensive life and career as barbie was embraced by numerous political and government groups around the world under his real and assumed names before finally being brought to trial for war crimes hotel terminus is an infuriating and fascinating watch but not for the reasons i expected The element that will get most people in the door is learning about an awful SS officer, how he came to be, and what he did while taking on the French Resistance. But that's about one-third of the movie's runtime, because the majority of the movie is dedicated to Barbie's career after World War II. This is where the movie shifts from one heartrend- from another heart-rending look at Nazi atrocities into something special, because the film deconstructs and challenges a lot of narratives and beliefs people might have about numerous governments in this era and human nature. The first third of the movie, all about Barbie's upbringing and how he tortured resistance fighters and Jews, is essential not only because it's an important reminder about who Nazis were and what they did, but because it lays down the groundwork for the rest of the film. First, we're introduced to the crimes of the German-occupied French government, who, for all intents and purposes, were an extension of the Nazis. This has been covered in more detail in films like The Sorrow and the Pity, but it's more—it's important to remember that most of France wasn't admiral resistance fighters. The people in charge were aiding the Nazis in rounding up Jews and avoiding fights. It's also an important look at how a government will act out of political convenience versus morals, a big theme of the film. Because then we get into all of the governments that Barbie worked with after the war, including the United States government. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about former Nazis working for the US government in the abstract, but this movie lays out just how involved some of these men, like Barbie, were. And the reasoning is pretty pathetic. One US official cites that Barbie had a familiarity with the area, and an expertise in intelligence, which made him valuable for recruiting and running assets. Which makes their incredulous reactions about what they should have known about Barbie's work for the SS, or the tactics Barbie may have used in the field, hard to take. If he works for the US government, you essentially gave your stamp of approval, and you should have to answer for that. But no. More often than not, the US officials do mental and verbal gymnastics to make Barbie sound better than he was, and their actions sound justified, or willful ignorance. Likewise, we need all of this information to immediately challenge and refute claims people make in the film. What's so troubling is how many people on camera talk about Barbie fondly and about how they can't imagine he was capable of torturing anybody. Or worse, say that prosecution for his crimes only riles up reactionaries and should be stopped. Sure, tell the woman whose entire family was tortured and killed by Barbie that they don't deserve justice because the SS SS officer's prosecution will rile up anti-semitic sentiment, or that's in the past. You assholes. It's a sad reflection on our human tendency to view people in limited lights, as if a monster couldn't have kind moments or put on an agreeable face for their neighbors after taking up an assumed name in another country. Combined, it's a harsh reminder of how politics and this assumed faith in certain people's goodness or humanity can overwhelm good judgment and morality. The verdict is it's essential viewing. A different look at the infamous Nazi, Hotel Terminus justifies its length with a harrowing look at human nature. 8 out of 10. (laughs)